Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. Patrick Conley, glad to be with you again, along with Cami Berthume, our producer, Paul Sonnick, our technical producer, coming to you through the relevant Radio 1330 AM studios in Golden Valley. The call to life of a the call to the life of a religious brother or sister is a noble one to be sure, but discerning that call has a lot of steps involved, not least discerning which religious order the Lord wants you to investigate. Catholic Sisters Week is being celebrated from March 8 to 14th and joining us now on Practicing Catholic are Sister Catherine Mullen of the Visitation Sisters and Sister Stephanie Spandel of the School Sisters of Notre Dame. Sister Catherine, welcome to you. Sister Catherine, are you there? Well, we may have lost her. I don't know. And Sister Stephanie, are you with us? Yes, yes, I am. Wonderful. Thank you All for right. having us. Yeah, very glad that you could join us. Well, welcome. Welcome to you. So um, I want to hear definitely about your experience of the call uh, to vocation. But before that, why don't you share with us a little bit about the primary charisms of your order? Sister Stephanie, uh, let's talk about the School Sisters of Notre Dame. Okay, thank you, Patrick. I'm, I'm happy to do that. Uh, really, uh, we would say that our primary charism is that of directing our entire lives for that oneness for which Jesus Christ was sent, really that striving for unity and for oneness. And we start with that striving for unity um, in our own community life first, um, seeking to listen, understand, dialogue with one another. And we, we speak about trying to live in trust, hope, sincerity, and forgiveness. Really, we are, our uh, Constitution is based on the Augustinian tradition, and we know St. Augustine was very much about seeking to be of one mind and one heart. So we're basically called to deepen communion with God and among people wherever we are. And really in our world today, as we see the war in Ukraine, conflict all over the world, and the divisions in our own country, really that, that effort toward seeking unity um, really seems much needed in our world today. It sure does. And, wow. And let me just ask you, Sister Stephanie, what sure. was it? Was it really that sort of charism? That sort of that's that sort of focus. That that is that what drew you to the school sisters to begin with? Really, actually, I, I would say it was. Although I didn't really have the the words for it at the time. You know, as I got to know the the school sisters of Notre Dame, I I experienced them and a joy a joy in them. I experienced their their sense of community and love for one another, uh, both locally and as I got to know, we're an international community. So I, as I experienced uh, how the sisters also sought to relate internationally, mm-hmm. and um, what I what I came to realize over time was that my my own personality. Um, they tell me, you know, even when I was young, I was always trying to bring people together, and so I. I think God often calls us to a community that resonates with, with some of our own personal personality and, and our personal charism. Mm-hmm. And so I don't remember that the sisters talked a lot about unity or, you know, I, as I got to know them. But as I look back, I know that that was a key piece that, that really resonated with who I am. Right, right. Well, we're still trying to get back in touch with Sister Catherine, but uh, we'll stay with you, Sister Stephanie. we got lots of good things to ask you as well. So maybe give us an outline. Uh, give us your, your vocation story. Give us your call. Take us more into depth on how the Lord first began to nudge you toward the religious life. Sure. I, um, 
I would say for me, my story started when I was younger. I know that already in junior high that I was thinking about religious life as a possibility, that I was open to it. And I know that only because I, I still have the journals where I was comparing mm. marriage and religious life um, yeah. and, and just began, uh, there was just always in me a draw towards connection with God, um, things of the faith, things of church. So that, that began already as I admired the sisters who taught me um, in elementary and junior high. But I would say that really in high school, as I was with my parish youth group and deep in my relationship with God, had some retreat experiences. And then uh, a significant piece was my, my parents always got the Mary Knoll Mission magazine. Um, mm. And I would read that and see about, uh, you know, sisters and priests and brothers seeking to, to bring uh, God's love to parts of the world that, that were really, really suffering and struggling. And when I was a junior in high school, the, um, the four church women. Uh, were martyred uh, not too long after St. Oscar Romero. Um, I didn't know about him back then, but I, I did hear about the four churchwomen in the Mary No Mission magazine, and that really inspired me to say they were willing to give their whole lives hmm. for God. And I just felt in me this response of, I want to do that. I want to give my whole life to God, however that is. So I would really just encourage young people today to just stay open to all the possibilities, to know that this is a possibility. And then in my early 20s, that, that tug, that call became stronger, and I just knew it was time to really discern fully, to, that it was time to narrow down those options, to, to really explore this. And that's when I really began looking more in, deeply and, and discerning specifically whether yeah. God was calling me. Yeah, wonderful. Well, that's that's fantastic, and what a, what a great inspiring story as well, and just a lot of ways that yes, you can see the fingerprints of God all over that, Sister Stephanie. Thank you for that, Sister Catherine <laughs> Mullen is now with us. You, we have got you back on the line, Sister Catherine. Welcome to Practicing Catholic. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning to you. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, I'll just catch you up here a little bit, Sister Catherine. So we've just been speaking with Sister Stephanie about uh, really. We started with what are the primary charisms of your order. So I'll, I'll pitch that one to you as a visitation Good. sister. What's the primary charisms of the visitation sisters? Yes, I'm a visitation sister of Holy Mary, <clears throat> and uh, primary. Um, a charism would be um, after being founded in 1610 by St. Francis de Sales, St. Jane de Chantal together. Um, they wanted to have um, women in the church, daughters of prayer. Mm. And they, they emphasized with us humility toward God, gentleness toward our neighbors. So um, we have a ministry that enables us to do that. As visitation sisters were named after the gospel of Mary visiting Elizabeth. <clears throat> and um, uh, she went uh, to show care and concern, um, to be in relationship. And all of our ministry is to be in relationship with our neighbors in North Minneapolis. Um, based on the Catholic social teaching, we treat everyone as equals and as important with respect. And the sisters have been here on the north side of Minneapolis for 32 years now. Oh. Hmm. Wow. 
Wonderful. And uh, great, uh, great explanation there. And I also asked Sister Stephanie, so I'll ask you, Sister Catherine, what was it that first, what did the Lord do, I guess? What did he do in your life to get you first started thinking about the possibility of a religious life? He started really early with me. The Holy okay. Spirit just um, spoke up somehow when I was eight years old. Wow. I had my first Catholic sister in the classroom, and I remember seeing how she treated my friends. Friends got in trouble. I, I could see she respected and not demeaned them. And I scratched my head and said to myself, you know, I'd like to be like her. Hmm. And from there, it took off. And um, my heart was always, always knowing that, that in the end, I would be a sister. Hmm. Amazing. Uh, it was so, a Benedictine sister that started off with me, and then I joined the, um, the high school visitation in St. Paul, and mm-hmm. I saw women treating all of us and others with complete, you know, respect and interested, interested. Who are you? What are your talents? What are your gifts? What can we develop so that you can grow and be a full member of the Church, reaching out to others in service? Right, right. Now, I want to give you a. I want to give you a little bit of a of a softball question here. I think, but obviously, the Lord started pretty early with both of you in your in your calls. Um, Sister Stephanie was explaining how, even as a in junior high, she had some journals where she was comparing the married life and the religious life, which is is pretty remarkable. And then, as an eight year old, thinking, I want to be like her, Sister Catherine. But uh, just want to make sure that we're clear. But even if the Lord hasn't necessarily dropped in on you sometime in your uh, in your you know very young years, it He might still have a call to the religious life, right? I mean, I, I'm assuming you know people who, yeah, it came a little bit later on in life for them. Is that right, Sister Stephanie? A- absolutely. <laughs> I'm laughing as you say that. Yes, every story is very unique. Um, right. One of my very best friends, uh, one of my very best sister friends, uh, really didn't feel the call till maybe her, maybe inklings of it in her late 20s, and, and didn't really begin the discernment process till her 30s. So each journey, we walk with young people, but we also, up through middle-aged people, vary in terms of when that call to religious life comes. Sure. Yeah. And how about you, yeah. Sister Catherine? Have you, do you know yeah. people that way, too? Absolutely. Our, our sister Brenda... Um, in community, um, was 20 or more years in China. Mm. And um, she she got the idea when she was 50 or maybe 48 and started pursuing this in China. She mm. came back to the States and, um, you know, did some heavy discerning mm-hmm. and um, came to one of our programs called Immersion, monastic immersion, and she just came just to to make a retreat, to discern, just kind of think about her life ahead. And then, knowing the community, she these are her words, I fell in love with this community, so I'd like to join... Right. Well, and and actually, that that leads me that leads me well into um, the the next question. Which, you know, what I'm looking at the time. I can't believe time is going so quickly here. <laughs> but but Sister Catherine, let me start with you on this one. So, um, 
How would you recommend if someone, a, a young man or a young woman, are investigating maybe the religious life, but trying to choose which order, which which order is appropriate for them? Any suggestions on on what they might do to narrow down that that selection? Because there's a wonderful variety of religious orders out there. So, Sister Catherine, any any ideas? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, first of all, pray. Yeah, of course. Pray for you know. Lord, where do you want me? Where do you want me? What vocation? There's so many vocations to choose from. Secondly, um, um, speak with someone that you really trust and, and and trust that idea. Hey, I'm kind of thinking of religious life. What do you think? Because choose mm-hmm. a person that really knows you. So that might help. Um, and then there's all sorts of resources like the um, Vision magazine that mm-hmm. has many um, religious orders and their description and their ministry. Um, and that's a wonderful resource. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Sister Stephanie, how about you? How, how, picking an order, what do you think? Well, in terms of picking an order, um, if once you've decided that, you know, once you've done the steps that Sister Catherine's talked about, really, as you're discerning, you need to, to find a spiritual director. Mm-hmm. Um, and to have someone really accompany you formally in that. And you can ask your parish staff, you can go to the Archdiocesan Vocation Office, you can yep. talk to, um, you can look online, there's lots of ways you can, and, and then you want to talk to vocation directors as well. So you have a spiritual director that's not associated with any particular order, helping you continue to discern, but you need to then contact specific vocation directors of different communities. So as Sister Catherine mentioned, um, on Vision, on A Nun's Life, online, you know, orders are always putting on different events, um, especially these days online, um, but in person as well. Go visit. Go to their events. Go to the retreat. Um, you really want to, to visit and get a feel of, of a few um, different orders and talk to the vocation directors. And don't be afraid to do that. Sometimes people feel like, oh, but then you're going to just want me in your order. No, our job, yeah. our ministry is to accompany you to really hear where God is calling you. Right. Yes, we'll tell you about our order, but right. also help you look at the variety of yeah. options that are available. That's great. And I'm, I'm so sorry to do this that we are, we've hit the end of our time together. But great advice. I'd love to talk to you for another 15 minutes. But uh, we'll have you back on the show. How about sometime real soon and, and talk to you more about this. But in the meantime, sisters, thank you. God bless you for all you do. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. And God bless also. God bless you Bye-bye. too. Our Archdiocesan website for vocations is 10,000, the number 10,000, Check that out, as well as many resources, especially as we enter Catholic Sisters Week, catholicsistersweek.org, March 8 through 14. Well, we are, along with praying for the wonderful sisters of our Archdiocese and beyond, we're also inviting you to pray for an end to the violence in Ukraine. We have a local opportunity to do so with Archbishop Hebda on March 6th, Paul Cammy and I will be right back to share more about it. Stay with us.